All right, Lauren, in this episode, we're going to talk about a gangbang where you have six to seven or maybe more penises up around inside of you, outside of you, and just spread all over your body. We're also going to talk to Jake Pedler, owner and operator of the X Club in Toronto, and we're going to take a tour and we're going to do it in the style of two people that have never, ever been in the lifestyle and have no idea what it is. The sad part is the questions came quite naturally to us. All right, Lauren, welcome back to the most consistent, inconsistent podcast <laughs> that is out out here, out there. Well, it's out he- here for us, but it's out there for everyone else. For everyone who's not here. In this episode, talk about gangbangs. We did talk about a girl that made me a bitch, but we're saving that for another episode because it got too long. And I can't wait to talk about it because I love stories about ladies making me a bitch. <laughs> But really quick, I want to tell everybody, please pull over your cart, get off that treadmill, get out of that sauna, get, take that grocery cart, slam it into somebody else, put your kid in, back in its kennel, and get on TikTok and follow us on TikTok, trying to launch over there. We need the support. And y'all are supportive. Well, tell them what they're going to see on TikTok because it is entertaining. It's not just like, go follow us and see the same shit. This is good stuff. Well, it's not porn tell you that. No, it's it's barely me in a bikini. They are quite restrictive. Uh, So we just started recording these mini little podcasts. So they're not podcasts that you're hearing now, but snippets of new stuff Stuff. that you didn't hear. So make sure to go there, like it, share it with all of your friends, even your vanilla friends that don't know that you're a swinger. And we'll talk to them. Don't worry. (laughs) Do we need to tell them the handle? You tell them. TikTok at Room 77 Podcast. While you're there following us, unfollow everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody's ever requested that before. No, but we did. Yeah. We did. Where do they go, Lauren? Go to patreon.com forward slash room 77. What do they get? You're going to get a link to our Telegram group where we are on it all the time. And we help millions and millions of people. Maybe not million, but it feels like that in our heart spot. (laughs) Uh, You get promotions. You get the first to know about the podcast, the promotions, and the first to know about events. And you get discounts off the events. Get free OnlyFans, which you'll want to go and check out for the gangbang footage. Say special thanks to Carl, Joe and Nikki, Todd and Lori, Chad, Miss Tricks, Drew, M&B, Clint, and Joe. All of which are watching us fuck right now. Mm-hmm. Dreams do in fact come true. What we are talking about this episode in episode something. I don't know what episode it is, but uh, we went to Toronto for a big festival called the Room 77 Festival in Toronto, held at the X Club. By the way, we are going to have Jake Pedler, who owns and operates The Mastermind, which I thought, honestly, may have in fact been, like, I didn't really know it actually existed. Yes, they have a website. Yes, there's Facebook. Yes, there are photos of it. But there's a lot of conspiracies going on these days. You really don't know what's true and what's not true. Once you cross that border, there's, you had said in uh, Game of Thrones. You really don't know what's going on Mm -mm. beyond the wall. No. Once you go beyond the wall into the Canada. Everything is frozen white walkers. You just don't know what's what's reality, what is fiction. So we had to go see it for ourselves. Yes. He will be on later to take us through a tour of the X Club, which is in fact real and quite lovely. We are doing it in the style of Crunk on Earth. If you haven't watched Crunk on Earth, Ah, great way to laugh and to learn a little something, you dumb people. (laughs) 
go laugh and learn something. We can't do it justice in any way, shape, or form, but we try. Uh, so stay tuned and listen. But while we were there in the Canada, you know, most people, when you, when you come to a foreign land, they give you maybe a basket mm-hmm. or a gift, mm-hmm. maybe a bottle of wine. Canada gave us a gangbang. They did. And is, they did actually, Jake did kindly give us some wine as well. And, and Jake did give us wine. So we got wine and a gangbang. <laughs> gangbang. This was the thing that we have been waiting for. I think it was uh, five or six. I can't even remember how many people were involved in this. Carry the six, two. Six, six, maybe seven. Six, maybe seven. It was a, a bit sporadic. Yeah. Now, it was a fantasy of mine. I really wanted to see a multiple amount of men fuck the crap out of you. I couldn't wait for it. I mean, I just, I really was really, really excited. The person that was helped organize this had warned that if anything goes wrong, it's going to be because of the bitches in the crew. The girls are going to ruin this. Right. They're going to ruin this. I didn't really know what she was talking about, but she was like, I kind of know everything's going to go wrong because the girls are going to ruin everything. I was like, I don't really care because the girls aren't involved in my gangbang. It's just a bunch of guys. They did sort of throw some monkey wrenches into the vibe a bit because in my fantasy and in your fantasy, the one thing that we didn't really want was people trying to play director, controller, photographer, maker, but not only that, a bunch of women fully dressed looking at us like zoo animals. So that was one thing that then I was like, oh, now I understand what she was saying they're going to ruin everything. The other thing that that was was happening in this atmosphere was I had really wanted it to be, you know, hot and and heavy. There was this hot, really sexy gangbang that was going on and then a casual dinner party that was happening on the side. <laughs> so it was like some snack light snack. Some light dinner going on in cocktails. It was like if there was a piano player in the background. So it was like two worlds going on at the same time that sort of throws you off. There were sort of some specific instructions of we're gonna do A, B, and C. Not a lot of people hit the mark. I mean, not that they were hired guns, but it was like seven guys and four or five, six, maybe seven. I can't really remember. I didn't really get as much play as I wanted to because I was so busy filming it for OnlyFans. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it, if not all of it, is on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. The only reason that I want a remake, part due, only dudes is because I'd, I'd like that atmosphere to be a little bit different. Like the thing that I didn't want, everybody was on you and they were being really hot and it was really sexy and you were getting fucked by like three guys at once. And I, it was really, really sexy. But then every once in a while, like a guy would get up and then just go talk to his wife. <laughs> just, just have a snack. It wasn't just like it was on a side table. It was a side table with a bunch of other people. So you get talking. And, yeah. Oh, that was good. I like what you did there. Yeah, and that was, was like, a if cool there could have just been a woman with, with a tray of hors d'oeuvres with a toothpick walking by, that would have just really hit it on the nose. <laughs> Maybe a right. court reporter on the side. Just bent like, down at you, just fully, <laughs> fully airtight. Tuna tartare? <laughs> no, no, th- no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I had a little less distracting because obviously my peripheral was surrounded most of the time. Yeah, you were surrounded by a lot of men. So many bodies, so many naked bodies. 
A lot of the guys didn't really have much, a lot of problem just kind of jumping in and out. No, they became animals. <laughs> I mean, it's quite, from listen, from a husband looking in, which is a turn on and quite concerning at the same time. This sort of starts to become a, a zombie movie because you, you want this fantasy to come true. You yeah. want these guys to- Well, this is what happens when fantasy's in your head and fantasy- then it- Fantasy meets reality is is always a scary thing in life. Yeah. I always I always say this to my my students, even the younger ones. <laughs> it's like chum in the water. There's this switch of animalistic behavior. Yeah. Nobody was disrespectful. No. I actually wanted them to be more aggressive and more kind of to you. But yeah. To the husband. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say disrespectful, but there there is a disregard switch that Disregards a good word. I'm respecting the woman, but I forgot there's a husband in the room (laughs) that maybe I should move one foot to the left so that he could get to his actual wife. And I can see it in their eyes because I'm on the outside looking in, right? And they are just trying to stick it in. Let's be honest. (laughs) If we're ever in a situation where the world goes to hell, I'm dying first. Why do you say that? I just am. It's like, you know, you see those movies where yeah. where they're like, the world's coming to an end. Yeah. Save yourself and join a group. I'm just like, oh, I'll just die first. Like in gym class, when it was like, pick the teams, yeah. I'll just go last so that we don't have to go through this painful exercise. I'm going to take it for everyone else. Okay. I know I'm not going to be picked last. I know I'm going to be somewhere in the middle, but still I'll just be last if that helps. Okay. So in, in an apocalypse situation, I'm going to die first. In the game. I have no idea how this, (laughs) how this got so dark. In the gangbang apocalypse, you said you wanted to participate more. I did, but I was holding a camera and most of the, fantasy is to watch to watch that was going to be my question and be a part of it but there was a point where i was involved and i was so turned on that i premature ejaculated wait what did i know this i didn't tell you this story i don't remember this story i didn't tell you this story no okay so so it was me and whoa me and three other guys at this point were on you and we were all doing you really really hard and i was fucking you uh-huh so i was on top at this point you were no you were missionary there was one two three there was four of us actually four total i was fucking you you had i think every single cock in your mouth and you were just stroking and fucking and fucking and stroking while i was fucking you one of the guys came down and put his fingers inside of you while i was fucking you And it turned me on so much. I turned into a 17-year-old and I was like, don't come, don't come, don't come. come." So I took my cock out, right? And I was like, I can't hold it. (laughs) And then it got to that point. So then I shoved it in between the mattress and I came in between the mattresses. So now I'm laying down. trying to hide it? I'm trying to hide it because I don't want anybody else to see me come. So all of a sudden, all this fun is happening. Because I saw him look at me like, why is he fucking the crack of the mattresses? <laughs> Sorry, it just really turns. <laughs> he reminds me of. I've seen, I thought I saw all the fetishes at this point. <laughs> he loves a <assertive. laughs> So Pillow top is your jam. I was on Trimix at that point. So I was still able. Oh, that's why I didn't know that you came because no right. one ever comes on it. I do. 
Yeah, you do. Dude, I can come anywhere. I can come. I can come right now. Boom. I, yeah, a lot, a lot of women are like, uh, guys never come. Okay, just call me, text me. <laughs> Whenever you want me to come, I will just come on you. Just say, hey, Richard, I need you to come on my tits. Give me, give me 45 seconds. Just get me hard. Give me 45 seconds. I'll come on your tits. The time, so. Yeah, but it was so hot because it was almost uh, like you were getting DP'd, but you didn't know it. And it was just like, it was just, it was just really, it, it was just too much for me. And I need it to happen again without the dinner party setting. I mean, there was, there was one or two wives that were pretty good about being invisible. And they were kind of like these satellite camera workers, but it was a lot. Yeah, even I mean, editing. I was like, "Oh my god, there, there's so many people walking around with cameras." Just like, yeah, there were. I actually saw. I did some of the editing, and believe me, there were points where I even looked in the background, like, "The fuck is she filming for?" Yeah, the fuck, the fuck, are you using this footage for? I mean, I we asked all you. Oh, god. you didn't ask us. <laughs> I don't even know if your husband's here right now, but you're you're fucking filming this. I don't know where it's going to end up. I know it's not ending up on your OnlyFans. So there were a lot of things that were kind of like that. Yeah, or more controlled environment. Or even in the video, it's like you have like four guys on you. You're fucking getting real. And 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 I don't say this just to because I'm making stuff. Look, go go to OnlyFans and look. They were everybody had a giant cock. I don't know how this happened. I know everybody had a giant cock. It was so much so it didn't help me mentally because I at least <laughs> I at least want to be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you want to be somewhere in the middle, but you don't want to be like last. What am I in a porn set? What is happening right now? I know. But yeah, but I was I was also I was looking at at some of the footage, right? And it was like really hot. And you just got these two big fucking cocks in you. And you look in the background and there's two women like, yeah, fully dressed. Yeah. Like they're at a Christmas party. Mm. I, I've often seen amateur porn like that. And I've seen people in the background and thought to myself, what party are they at? <laughs> In the background. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. We'll have to do over. What were your thoughts on it? You know, now that we've gone 20 minutes, talk, me talking about it, how was it for the actual person who had the gangbang? Going from the fantasy part to the reality part, I think it was pretty 80% living in that world of I got taken away. I was in the moment. For me, I was able to tune out the sounds and be really connected to the people. I was acquainted with everyone. So I felt comfortable in that sense of who was around me and stuff. And I just, I think the, what I wish and what I wanted was more assertion. I wanted people to be more confident. I wanted people to, it to be them taking advantage of me. And I still felt like it was my show and I was trying to coerce people to, to make sure that they felt comfortable with their spouse. <laughs> right. Right. Because I think that was one of the things that I was initially afraid of. And that's why when I do these things, I always get apprehensive of the wives being in the room because two reasons. They are being apprehensive first and foremost because of you and they want to be respectful of the person that they're, they're, they're sexually doing. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, they know that 10, 15 feet away, their wife is watching them. So how much- How much can they really let go is what you're saying. How much can they really let go? They're already on this plane, right? And yeah. now- there is some, I don't know what percent, maybe for some it's 1%, maybe for some it's 99%. There's a watchful eye at some point. You know, at some point, 
my my partner is going to look over and check in on me and be like, yeah, he's kind of been fucking her for a long time. Or it's, that's a lot of a, fun he's having. He's, yeah. Or whatever the thought may be. And that may be part of the reason, too, that they kind of it kind of felt more zombie or robotic as just people being penises and not emotionally into it, which is in fantasy world, of course, what you imagine, right. you know, you want that uh, energy, that passion, that right. that uh, devouring almost. Right. I have to find a way to, to, to do this. You need uh, to just put them down. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously we just roofie the wives. Yeah. That's, and that's then they nice. just come to, and, uh, <laughs> and we're like, oh. we say, don't worry. <laughs> you are not raped. My wife was. <laughs> Consensually. That's- but definitely, I think a do over with more uh, sort of a. I need better actors. I need people yeah, in it. There, there's one specific guy that I'd like to take. I know which one you're talking about. He, he was the one that I was going to say. There was one couple there that I felt like he was just like, whatever, whether she's there or not there, he would have behaved the exact same. Yeah, I same. think so too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. That's uh, so funny that you say that. Uh, so he's he's the only one that I'm going to recast in the sequel. Uh, except sure for a few loose screws in Canada. It was an absolute success for us. Yeah. I hope to see some of those people again and hopefully we'll be back. We loved meeting the people that came to the X Club. There were people that traveled many, many states, many, many miles. Uh, people who flew a really, really uh, long way. People who drove a long way. Yeah. Uh, seemed, I was blown away. I, I really was too. And I'm, I'm so sorry for disappointing them. I am going to say this to them. Maybe this will make a little more sense. As sexy as it sounds, that night you had some sort of food poisoning or something and you kept Yay. going to <laughs> vomit. Uh <laughs> So it was kind of stressful. I could not relax. Um, you were feeling really, really bad. Uh, it was just, there was a lot going on. But It's good to get out there and go to another place instead of expecting everyone to come to Mexico. <laughs> as selfish as it sounds. Yeah. It was good. And I hope that we get to do something like that, not only in another place in Canada, another city, but in the States as well. We're we're still looking. So Yeah. So thank you, everybody who came out and made it an made it weekend. really really appreciate it yeah. it doesn't go unnoticed we, we really we really really appreciate it well so, we'll do it again we have lots of do-overs Richard we'll do it all over again yeah thank you everybody thank you X Club for having us and uh, let's go take a tour let's go take a tour just when you think you love me Go over to bikiniaddiction.com. What do they get? There's four styles that you can put for your bottom and one top. It's really easy. Mix and match. Your butt, I swear, will never look better. Once you try and put on those old bikinis, you'll never go back. You'll be like, what was I thinking? Go to bikiniaddiction.com and use the promo code ROOM77. You'll get 10% off and support us at the same time. Throw in the hottest new colors, neon pineapple. Everyone's wearing it. You want to be in it too. Throw it in your cart and get free shipping. It's $62. And with your promo code, you save 10% and get free shipping and you'll be sexy and your butt will thank you. All right, Lauren, it's time to talk about our time up North and the, the sweet, sweet time we had at the X club. The almost maple sweet, I would even say. Maple sweet. That is a great way to put it. <laughs> it was nice going to Canada and 
when it was not Canada cold. Oh, it's the only way I will go to Canada. <laughs> as our suspicions were correct, and I know consent is a huge thing in the lifestyle community, but I'm going to be honest with you. There were a few times that we met a lot of people there, and I just went straight up to their teeth, and they do, in fact, lactate maple syrup. It's amazing. It is sweet, and it is lovely, and I love them for it. But we had a wonderful time there. It was it was a lot of fun. It's a lovely, clean, beautiful club. And clean is the operative <laughs> word there. because It's no it, joke. Yeah, when you're looking for uh, a lifestyle club, that is really one of the, the biggest things that you want to hear. Is, yeah, for it's, sure. It's clean. Because usually the first thing that you hear out of people when it has a negative connotation to it is, it's kind of dirty. Yeah, and it's there's a thing where it's like it can be clean, but it's also feels clean. And that goes with like organization and just the decor and the niceness and feeling clean and just there's all kinds of things that like make they it, know what they're doing yeah right. I, it's kind of strange right like they've been around for a while like not a shit show right <laughs> right so these are all good things so we rolled in there they helped us out a lot they obviously knew what we were doing we failed so many times on our end mostly the music uh i don't know what party the dj was playing at he was at his own party sorry everyone for that but the the people were absolutely lovely as expected, though, the staff was wonderful to us. Treated uh, like VIPs, which I never expect. But. I don't know if it's correct to say, but several of them offered me blowjobs. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. It's not true at all. I don't even know why I said that. Um, but uh, this is what we want to do. We would normally do just a walkthrough of the place. Yeah. Right? But that sounds boring. And we have a very special person on the, the phone with us who's going to do the walkthrough for us. But even more special than that, we're going to do it in the style of Kunk on Earth. Now, if you haven't seen the show Kunk on Earth. <laughs> Richard and your shows. I love my Netflix. Do. <laughs> if you haven't seen Kunk on Earth, she does her interviews in such a way that she plays the typical journalist, mm -hmm. just sort of the wide-eyed, I know everything journalist, but so narrow-minded. <laughs> that she knows absolutely nothing at the same time. And she's getting deep, deep. Into very, very deep into it. We have the opportunity. Jake Pedler is the the uh, owner and operator of the X Club. Jake, say hello. Well, hello. First of all, how are you guys doing? It's been about a six weeks now, I guess, arrived back. I hope you guys are doing well and like to say hello to all your, uh, your fans out there because many of them showed at the X Club to meet you guys in person. They're all excited. We are fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. And again, and thank you for for having us. It was our pleasure, and and you you traveled a long way to come up to our club, and so did a lot of a lot of your followers. But we really appreciated that. We actually can't believe that they would come that far just to see us. We would like to take this time to apologize to them for the disappointment of us. So uh, <laughs> they're coming to see Lauren, not you. So. <laughs> I know, I know, this is true. Jake understands. We're basically going to walk through this club in a style that we've never been to a lifestyle. Uh, swinger Venue, club yeah. or don't really know much about the swinger lifestyle exactly. at all. And we're going to start this interview. Are you ready to start this, Jake? I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. <laughs> awesome. I mean, we appreciate you doing this because this is going to help many, many, many dumb people. And <laughs> there's a lot of them out there. 
<laughs> All right, Jake. So Lauren and Richard here, we love what you introduced us to, the swinger lifestyle. We visited your club. We were really, really impressed. Showing up, we understand that you have to sign a membership. Now, we didn't actually have to do the membership because we were we were special guests. Right, we were. Right. What does the membership entail? Is there any sort of pagan ritual you have to go through? Is there any sort of sacrifice or a baptism that you have to go through? Is there a tax form? What does one have to do to become a member? Because I'll tell you a short story. Lauren and I had a timeshare that we signed up for mm-hmm. in the Bahamas. And I know it's a different kind of a membership, but in the end, we also did get fucked. So, Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the same result in the end, but what entails the membership to your club? Well, since you two are such newbies here, uh-huh. I just will start from ground zero and say, before you even get there, you definitely must have a talk amongst yourselves, what you want to get out of this experience and your own comfort and limitations as a couple and as individuals. And make sure you discuss that even before you get to the parking lot of our venue. So smart. That is good advice. I'm writing that down. Okay. So let's assume we're in the car. I say to Lauren, Lauren, I'm okay with you having sex with strange men tonight. And I say my limit, Richard, Uh is fewer than five. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, that's that's what I feel. That seems like an acceptable number. Yeah, I feel like that sits well with me. Okay, that's good. Okay, Okay. so so then we fill out a membership. Now, how much much do we have to pay to get into the door? Fewer than five. I I, I like that. (laughs) That's just just foreplay for Lauren, right? So so basically, the membership does two things. The membership kind of weeds out a little bit of riffraff. Mm -hmm. People actually have to identify themselves. And with that membership, they're signing a consent form about consent. And that's one thing that we take very seriously. It's almost you learn about consent from our website. You learn from consent from when you come and sign your membership form and, and sign sign that uh, document that you're going to behave. And then we give a tour and we talk about consent again. But the membership itself, yes, for couples, it's very reasonable. It's $100 for a year for the basic membership. Mm-hmm. But then you have to pay 30 as a couple on a Friday night and 50 on a Saturday when you attend. Well, that is very reasonable. And tell me if I'm wrong. For $100 a year, I can have sex with anybody I want. Well, I'll hold you there. As okay. long as they're willing to, as long as you discuss, oh, that, discuss this with your partner. That's mm-hmm. what you mean about the consent. <laughs> that's the, what I mean. Okay. And it can't just be a shrugged consent. It's got to be a definitely a, a, a firm consent from the person or persons that you're engaging with. Because I believe the way Lauren described it to me when we were talking about this in the car up front, she said, I picture it much like a deli counter. <laughs> you go up, you take a ticket. And when your ticket number is called, you get up and get served. It is not like that at all. There is parties like that, but not at our establishment. Okay. We uh, like a bit more of a smooth sailing for couples because that's why we have specific sides for those who might not even want to partake in sex. And that's one thing you have to understand you guys as newbies just because you attend there doesn't automatically mean there's going to be uh, sexual activity our motto is dance flirt play you can go there just to dance as a couple and go home you can come there to flirt with each other flirt with others and go home 
But if you do want to play and you do make that connection, there's a door to go through to explore the 5,000 square feet of playroom. We were able to tour the place because we are journalists mm-hmm. and we were able to tour the place beforehand. Before so it was filled with these sex before it was filled, fiend swingers. I would call them sex fiend. I would call them sexy, 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 wonderful sharing people. Oh, okay. I still Let's have a- not fight again. <laughs> still have a distorted view and trying to wrap my head around this. So before we get to to the area everyone wants to hear about, mostly, mm-hmm. uh, when you walk into the establishment, there is an area right up front. And in this area is the only area where you're allowed to have cameras and take video and take pictures. Now, I would assume that that's the area that everyone disrobes in, and that's why you allow the cameras in that area. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Richard. You got that very wrong. That I little got that area wrong we refer too. Yeah. We we refer that to the sexy sports lounge. It's right by the bathrooms. We have uh, we have some big screen TVs there that play in sports because a lot of the wives go into the washroom for for how knows long and and the and the gentlemen are are waiting, so it gives them something to watch while they're waiting for their spouse. But there's also that corner where there is pictures allowed to be taken because we do take privacy very serious. We do not allow pictures or video to be taken anywhere else in the club. Um, we don't even encourage phones to be out. Um, so this specific area is for pictures and for a bit more lounging area. Um, but that's the only area where pictures could be taken. That absolutely makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's really making sense to Your me. Your idea that that's where all the OnlyFans stuff happens doesn't make any sense No, at all. not at all. And I'm glad because it seemed a, a bit abrupt to walk right into the door and get started. A bit intimidating. Yeah, that it was, was the case. Mm-hmm. This sort of eases you into it. I'm excited. Now I'm excited. Me too. Right. All right. Moving into the dance floor area. It was a really big area. Dance floor, DJ, couches, stripper poles. And more specifically, Jake, when you're there, how much cash are you pulling in when you work in that pole? <laughs> That's a great idea. The best part of this. Yes. The best part of this is on the pole is not professionals. It's actually real people, whether they're a, a wife's there. She's got three kids at home. She's doing a little dance for her husband. Real people on those poles, not paid performers. I know Lauren got up there and uh, she had tried one of the moves. I don't want to say anything about her age, but she pulled her back out <laughs> <laughs> and, and ruined our weekend. Oh, yeah. It's- I travel with ice packs. I know better. I know she wanted it to be to be sexy. Yeah, in my mind, it was much more what you would see on a stage. Well, it didn't look like that, Lauren, at uh, all. Well, it, thanks. It looked like something on a YouTube video. <laughs> That's gone horribly awry. Jake, there seem to be a lot of Canadians hanging around. Now, why do you think that they make the best swingers? Do you think it's because of the amount of alcohol and drug consumption in the country? <laughs> Well, there's a lot of Canadians here because you were in Canada. So that's a starting point. But the other part is, you know what? Us Canadians love the party. And uh, we're, we're, I know in the States, a lot of clubs are not allowed to sell alcohol. You have to bring alcohol. Mm -hmm. You're not even allowed to have alcohol. But we're fortunate to to be able to serve alcohol. We do a lot of bottle service. We we, uh, have a lot of premium alcohols. If a member doesn't finish their bottle, we keep it up to 30 days. And next time they attend for a small corking fee, we take it out for them. 
That's so, generous. you know, Canadians love the party. We can't actually keep up with Canadians. That was going to be my point is they out-partied me. Yeah, they, they do. Speaking of, of parties, Jake, one of the things that we, when we were discussing this before we got to the parking lot and had the discussion before we came in and Lauren wanted me to be with five, no less than five, which I can do, no problem, by the way. I don't know if anybody out there is questioning that. <laughs> I could do it. You can. A lot of the, the things people think in their head when they think about swingers is they think keys in a bowl sort of idea of swingers. And that brought up a thought in my head of how many people are using Uber now. And I was thinking maybe it would be possible to now, instead of putting keys in a bowl, to bring your Uber driver inside. And instead of picking out the keys in a bowl, people just pick the Uber driver and then your Uber driver is involved in the sexual act. Is that something that we could maybe see in the future? <laughs> you know what? That would be a great theme. That would be an Uber night theme. I Uber love night. that idea. Uber <laughs> night. See, Jake, this is why you own a business in the swinger hospitality world because you have the mind that just coined a million dollar phrase. If I was you, personally, I would trademark that right now. Right now. Right now. I, yeah. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. We'll it, hold. It's Uber night. Because there is, there is a lot more female Uber drivers as well, so they could throw them in the mix as well. Yeah, I think this is a great idea. There has to be some lifestyle swinger Uber drivers out there. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Do you get a star rating after? Oh, that's even better. You guys should work together, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> The, the club is amazing. The lights, the dancing. Now we get into the nitty gritty of the club, into the play areas of yes. the club. The things that you can do at a club only that's a lifestyle club and not at any other kind of club. Now, the closest that I had been to this is one time I was in San Francisco and I paid a fee and I went into this little room and they just gave me a little towel. Mm -hmm. Now, that place was just filled with a bunch of guys wandering around, scratching their crotch. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of place that was. Mm -hmm. But that's what I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. I honestly thought I was just going in to take a steam. <laughs> Turns out, no. No, well, what happened? Well, it was called a bathhouse. I thought bath sounds nice. Yeah. Right. You don't have a bathtub. No, but you go into into Jake's establishment, the X Club, uh -huh. and it has a plethora of different things to do. And in fact, not a bunch of guys in little towels walking around scratching their groins. Can you give me more information? I can. The first section is a bunch of, of different little room, which I imagine are little apartments that, that Jake subleases, which is a, a great way to make supplemental income. Is that yeah, what they are? Yeah, we, we put refugees there. We put anybody there, orphans, <laughs> whatever needs. We got beds there. We've got pillows. So, you know, if we, we got to make rent somehow. So, you know, Monday to Friday, we rent them out. We kick them out on the weekend and we bring all you guys in. So when you come into that first room, you have all of these separate little rooms that line either side. These are separate little rooms. Tell, tell everybody what those rooms are. They're basically mini bedrooms. So we have the, the ones that are private for those who want some privacy. Maybe a couple just, <clears throat> they want to, you know, they go to the nightclub first. They, they feel it out. They're getting into each other a bit more. Their kids are at home with a babysitter. They come in, they decide to go in the back play area. They want a private room and they have fun. Then they leave. They pay the babysitter. They had a great night out. So we offer those private rooms for even couples that don't want to play with others, but just want to have an encounter amongst themselves. Um, but those rooms, some of them have windows on them if, if for those who like being an exhibitionist. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of them out there. And it, it satisfies the voyeurs as well. Uh, we do have a glory hole room at the end, 
which is a room it's on itself. And we have two glory hole stations with strategic light switches on the inside of the room. And so when the particular person, mostly a woman, is ready to start working the glory hole, she can flip on one switch or two switch, depending how many men she wants to partake with. Is it a color-coded system with the light? It is. It's red. Red alert, basically. So and- once that red light's on on the outside, there's someone ready to start performing. So red means go. Red means go in this particular case. <laughs> we call it flick the switch to red if you want head. Ooh, I like, I like it. that. Are single men and women allowed inside this wonderful, beautiful Willy Wonka sex factory? Single women, you know that, the unicorns, they're welcome anywhere, anytime, anywho. So basically, yes, we do have a large group of single women that attend the club all the time. Single men are only allowed, and they're more than welcome to come on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. We do screen this, our single men. We want quality, not quantity. We really have on tours with single men. We educate them on the best way to have an enjoyable experience at the club and how to be respectful. We're also zero tolerant on any kind of uh, bad behavior. But it's not screened by penis size. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> no, but that we might do that for another theme night. That's a good idea. Okay. Maybe the Uber night. Who knows? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so what we did is after that room, we worked our way forward. And this is a little bit difficult for me to bring bring up to you because you we, did you had some problems sleeping i did after this this part we made it to a room that i don't know if we were supposed to be in or not we walked into a room that had a lot of furniture in there that was very upsetting and i don't know if you're okay talking about this but jake it looks like you torture people in there and i don't know how comfortable we are with it i don't know how comfortable people are knowing about this but i think maybe it's something that we need to talk about there were devices in there that quite frankly reminded me of the spanish inquisition (laughs) (laughs) well that's a great thing to bring up because since you guys are such newbies and uh, this whole world is for yours to discover that's just one aspect of BDSM play. In the lifestyle, the the swinger lifestyle, there never was really a big crossover with the BDSM community, the kink community. But that's grown over the years. And we had a lot of members asking and inquiring to make things a little bit more spicy or kinky. It's Mm -hmm. not torture. It's always consensual, of course. Safe words are very important. And we usually have a monitor, a dungeon master, they call, Mm -hmm. who makes sure things are clean and safe in there. So all that equipment that you've seen there, Richard and Lauren. It's for those who have a little experience in that world or want to learn about that world, but it is all consensual because believe it or not, some people do like a little spice or a little bit of mild pain to go along with their pleasure. That's very interesting. Lauren, that question about are the towels for the blood, you should cross that off. I am. I I'm going to take that out. Take that off. You and can we'll cross just that edit off that. your list. Okay. Yeah, that's probably not correct anymore. Okay, so they like that. That's super great because I'm also into pain. You Emotional hurt, pain usually, but you usually hurt me emotionally. Yeah. Most of the time we have sex. <laughs> Can I go into that room? and just be hurt emotionally because I feel like I belong in there. You know what? You can go in there and be hurt emotionally anytime you want. We I, don't judge anybody. I, I appreciate it. Now, I'm going to move to the other side of the club. Now we start to heat it up just a little bit because on this side, mm-hmm. when you walk over there, apparently it's a little more like uh, a Turkish prison. Now, I don't know anything about a Turkish prison. But we've watched some Turkish wrestling. And you got to get stripped down. Yeah, there's a lot of oil and, and, naked, and naked rubbing. And naked rubbing. So 
on this side, it's different. How? Well, that's the open play area on the other side. The first area that we just just discussed is clothing optional. It's kind of like hedonism. I know you guys haven't been there yet, but hedonism has the nude and the prude side. So the prude side's more optional. The nude side, you have to be on the same wavelength as everybody else or on equal footing. So you have to be naked. And that's the same thing with our open concept area. On that particular side of the play area, it's very spacious. We've got some open concept beds, the open concept shower. We've got a private loft upstairs that we rent out that holds up to uh, 15 couples. We have a, we call it the orgy room. So in that area, you definitely have to be naked or in a towel. And that way everyone feels the same because you'd feel a little odd if you wear clothing in there and everybody else was I guess, disrobe. It kind of puts everybody on the equal footing and it allows the customer to choose what side of the play area they're comfortable to be on. Yeah, a couple of things to unpack there. Personal question of me and just doing a tour. Were you initially angry with that architect for building a shower that large? All I'm seeing is a really long line for people waiting to take a shower that could fit 20. Mm-hmm. Here we are waiting okay, for one person to take a shower in a large shower when you could have just built 20 showers, 20 people could fit it. It just seems like a waste of space. Not to mention the whole thing is see-through. I'm in there shaving my legs. Mm -hmm. This is going to get awkward. Very much so, but it won't if you look at it a different way. It's so nice, Richard, when you're in that shower or a few people are in the shower. It's just not made for one. It's made for three shower heads, but I've seen up to eight people in there lathering each other down. Uh, Wow. Pre-play and after play. Oh, that makes more sense. You could still shave your legs if you want, but um, you you could probably do that in the, we have another separate shower that offers a little bit more privacy, but you're naked back there anyway. It doesn't. It's not a big stretch to step into that open concept shower with some new friends. We're just getting the hang of this. I gotta. Really. I gotta say, I just got chills thinking about that. Yeah, it makes more sense. Sense like that. Really, really large beds in there. You could fit a lot of people. When I grew up, a lot of times, me and my dad used to walk around the property, and we every once in a while stumble upon. Two dogs stuck together after having sex and you have to bring the hose on them. Is that how <laughs> the end of nights sometimes happen where you're cleaning up and there's a couple just stuck together and you got to get the hose on them? You know what? Sometimes we almost have to do that because they're so, in, they're so enthralled with each other or the moment. But at the end of the day, our staff have to go home and we have to get everybody out there by three o'clock and we are constantly cleaning back there, clean as you go. You know, we make sure that that those who are stragglers at the end get the get the hint by the lights start coming up at about quarter to three. The music starts coming down. And by time three o'clock, we have to get them going. If we have to use a hose, I think we will. But usually a little bit of prompting helps out. If you ever do install hose, may I have that job? <laughs> Done. <laughs> I- <laughs> I'd enjoy that. I think that would be fun. <laughs> I would enjoy that yeah. a lot. And one of the things that we had brought up in the beginning was place, just the overall cleanliness. And we had the opportunity to see the place when the lights are on. And that's the difference between seeing the place when the lights are on and when the lights are off. Seeing the place when the lights are on and the place is clean. And it's still clean. And it's still clean. <laughs> makes a big difference. Is this something at the end of the night that takes a regular cleaning or do you need a wet vac? Great question. We take the three things so important of security, privacy, and cleanliness is, is, is a priority. And so 
you know, even before you guys showed up that night, staff wasn't in yet. I mopped the floors again because I wasn't happy with it. I definitely am very anal with that. And our staff staff feels the same way. So we, we do two things. We have product out there for members to clean up in the room after they use it. But then we do another cleaning as well. And we have uh, notes on the door of what rooms are clean and are, are disinfected. And as well as the end of the night, we do a big clean as well. And then I get a paid cleaner to come in the next day for another round of cleanliness. Lovely to hear. Like with holy water. Yeah. I, he cleans it with holy water. I think so. It's, it's not a, cheap, but right. he spares no no expense. expense. Well, we hope next time we're there, we get to hang upstairs in that VIP area. I imagine that's where all the celebrities go, like Will Smith, Bill Maher. I hear they're swingers, both of which I really don't want to be with, but for very, very different reasons. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many celebrities have been there. You can just say a lot because I know that the privacy is very, very tight. A lot, a lot, a lot. I thank you for keeping that secret. We can't wait to go there again. Thank you so much, Jake, for teaching us so much about the lifestyle, so much about your club. What is the next theme night that you have coming up? Just so people can get an example of the things that you do at your club. It probably won't match up to the time this comes out, but just so people get an idea of the things that go on and what nights are are you open for now we're open just fridays and saturdays uh that's going to change down the road the next i guess big theme is coming up we have a glitter and glow night but more importantly in september we have our 19th anniversary <gasps> that's a long time in any kind of nightclub uh nightclub vibe let alone a lifestyle club. So we're very proud of those years. We're always trying to improve of what we offer. You can find us on the xclub.net and get all information for those who are traveling. We have an out of province rate. We welcome so many American friends every weekend we get because we're fairly close to Buffalo, Michigan, and there's no places in those areas for couples to go to. So we do get a lot of Americans coming to our club on a, on a weekly basis. And our, our doors are always open to you guys. Great crowd that you brought. Met one couple that flew, I forget how many hours to come to see you guys. And uh, it was so nice that they, they showed up to support you. And, and our, all our staff were happy to meet you. And, and a lot of fanboys and girls were happy. They've been listening to your podcast. I want to thank you guys for coming up and hosting a great night. Jake, thank you so much for playing along. We really, really appreciate it. Awesome. My whole body hurts. Your body hurts because you were at the gym yesterday. <laughs> I haven't been in like where let me tell let me tell our listener what happened at the gym. Before I tell the story, I want to remind everybody, even though Sensation is sold out, you can join us for as low as 325 a day. Go over to Room 77 Life, check it out. Go to buy a party pass and click on that and hang out with us. October 17th through the 25th, 22nd, whatever. Stay to the 25th. We don't care. So we were at the gym and a person walked up to me and he was like, hey man, you have a really good body. I'm like, well, thank you very much. And he's like, may I ask how old you are? And I said, I am a really old age. And he said, you look really good. I said, thanks. I said, how old are you? And he said, I'm 18. And I said, aghast. And my immediately, in my brain voice, said, you need to have sex with my wife. Now, thank God. I can't God. wait to tell my wife you're 18. No, thank God. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, right? thank God. This is, and this, by the way, is the difference between being insane and sane. You have that filter, right? I know that one of your fantasies is to have sex with a, a young, like, strapping. strapping young man, mm-hmm. right? So 
almost if I could have dragged him by his ear. Come here, young man. I drag him over to you and I'm like, meet my wife. Here she is. And I don't even know if I said, he's 18. And you're like, hi. How are you? How are you? Do you live here? He's like, yes. And what do you do for a living? And then he tells you his job. And then he's like, what do you guys do for a living? And then we lie. I don't even know if I was making sense. I, we I was just staring at him. No, like, we're like the worst liars in the world. We're like, you know, we just do a dabble in this. And, you know, I mean, we sound like drug dealers. <laughs> and then he looks at us and he's just like, okay, well, nice meeting you. And then I noticed for the rest of the time at the gym, wherever I moved, he moved away from me. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God. We scared him. I scared the hell out of that human being. I mean, and it serves us right, right? Because, I need to practice more on well, what do I say if I am speaking also, to some sort of beauty piece and a young beauty piece. What do I say that is a, a normal person? What would a normal person say that is not thinking, oh my God, I want to have sex with you? I don't know. Shame on us, though. Is it? I don't know. Do you think we'll see him again? Yeah, I hope so. That's my new gym motivation. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to try to find him. I got his license plate. <laughs> that is a, a day in the life. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next time. <laughs> All right. Go to TikTok. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go leave a positive review. All right. For more information, go to room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. You want to ride on my wave just because it's fun. You want to be in my space too close to the sun. Don't seem to care if it's safe. Well, that makes two of us. I'm so insane, so insane. And you like it. But you haven't seen anything yet Now you're just beginning your trip to regrets You might think you know me, but soon you forget I'm too insane, too insane, and you know it You got to learn to like me again and again Cause I will make you love me again and again Just when you think you Just to mess you up, I won't be home when you want And I won't pick up, you'll spend your time with your watch Counting down the clock, you'll go insane, go insane And I like it But you haven't seen all of me yet Now I'm just beginning your work in progress You might think you know me, but soon you forget I'm too insane too insane, and you know it